We're Courtney Gilroy, Gina Quattrochi, and Jordan Strobeck. Our direct sales business brought us together, and it's our full lives as six-figure mom entrepreneurs that bring us here to share all of our best experiences and education with other moms building their social selling empires during nap time. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to the Social Selling Collective, the podcast. Welcome back, social sellers. It's so good to be back in this space with you all. In today's episode, we're going to be revisiting a topic that seems to keep creeping back up, and that's the topic of pivoting. As you probably know, we've talked about pivoting on this podcast before, but what what if that didn't work, right? What if you did pivot and it's time to shift again? Oh my goodness. Do you feel like you're doing all the things? Do you feel like you've tried everything and it's not working? Did you already pivot and that that option didn't work? Or what if you're trying to build a family-centered business and it's just not a family-centered business? First of all, you're not alone. We've all sort of been there. We've done that. And guess what? We have shifted time and time again. Am I right, ladies? Hey, social sellers. We want to be sure you know you're invited to our online course, The Social Selling MBA, that's open for enrollment right now. But only for a limited time. And if you're listening to this podcast when it's published, then you're in luck. And if you're catching a podcast replay, that's okay. Jump on the wait list. But either way, your next step is to head over to socialsellingcollective.com slash MBA to sign up. The Social Selling MBA teaches the solid foundational strategies for building a family-centered social selling business. We cover setting you and your family up for entrepreneurial success, developing a confident personal brand, selling with intention, recruiting a team of A-listers, and then onboarding them like a true leader. If you're feeling like you're missing out on building a family-centered social selling business foundation alongside motivated people like you, then don't miss out. Join us. Join us. Join us at socialsellingcollective.com slash MBA. We'll see you inside. Oh my goodness. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to start us off with sharing an example of, of my personal business. I'm going to, I'm going to share a business example. Um, because I am in a constant state of evaluation. I'm constantly shifting and pivoting. And I feel like Jordan and Courtney both know this about me. Um, because I'm, I just like love looking back and I, I love to assess what's working well, what's not working and where can we possibly pivot. Right. So for example, uh, you know, our team has gotten so large, um, over the last couple of years. And so one of the things that has always been really important to me is, onboarding my team well, right? And so I want to make sure that if we're bringing lots of new people into our business, I really want to make sure that they get onboarded, that they feel supported, that they have the resources that they need, right? Well, when we started a couple of years ago, when we started really building, uh, our company had no process. They, they did not provide us with any sort of onboarding process. So Jordan and I sort of sat down and we spent some time building out a process that was awesome and duplicatable so that we could really make sure that we were onboarding well, right? So that our new consultants were coming into our organization and felt really supported and like they had those resources, right? So we ran our program for about a year and it was awesome, right? I think it was about a year. Um, And the thing was, it was a lot of work and we were kind of getting burnout. We were doing a lot of stuff on the weekends. And so it was time that we reevaluated, right? We needed to shift in that. 
So the way that we did that after one year of, of working this onboarding process was we decided to shift and start empowering our leaders, right? So we were like, how can we work with what we already have? This program, this process is working, but we're tapped, right? So how can we lean into what's in place for us? So we started to empower our leaders to take on some of that responsibility and take on some of that, you know, time. So now they were leading portions of this onboarding process, which freed us, us up a little bit. And it was awesome. Okay. But guess what? We did that for a year and we had to shift again because all of a sudden, you know, COVID hits and zoom fatigue hits. And then our headquarters came in with a new process that was also really great. And so we, we just took a good, hard look at that. And we said, you know what? Let's work again. Let's work with what we have. Let's lean into what we have. And we shifted again. So that was multiple times of shifting with just the onboarding process. So I think that, you know, sometimes we look at things like, oh, well, that's failing. It's not working. But the reality is it's, it's not that it's not working. It's just that we got to stay up with the times and we got to evolve and shift. So then we came up with, now we're in this really great process where we've leaned into our headquarters program. And we're working smarter, right? So we created an evergreen welcome video. Our teams are so big that we just created, we spent one day, Jordan, I think it was like a couple hours and we just batch recorded some evergreen videos that go out into an email so that we're still giving FaceTime to our team, but we're freeing ourselves up from those weekly or monthly commitments, whatever they are, right? So we didn't get down or discouraged. We leaned into what was available. And then we just like, really took some time to think about where we could work smarter and not harder and not reinvent the wheel. Right. And it really freed us up and allowed us to work in other areas of our business. So that was one example I had, uh, passes Courtney Jordan would love to hear, uh, what examples do you guys have of this? I love oh that Gina. Gosh, there are so many examples. I mean, I could give you personal examples, business examples. So I think when it, I just want to share something when it comes to shifting or pivoting in your business, right? I think it's part gut instinct and then part strategy, right? I always think there's like a gut instinct to it. And sometimes some of the things that we've done here at Social Selling, we've done in our own social selling business, has we've really done it like off of gut. Like, I just think we need to do this. And I don't know why I feel this way, but let's lean into this feeling and go. And so I just wanna encourage our listeners today if you have something in your gut that is telling you to go, listen to it, listen to it. It's really, really important. Um, it's been, I mean, I think there's been an incredible return on investment, a return on time when we've listened to those gut feelings. So, you know, it, it's funny, point, La Jordan. last year was a, I had this gut instinct, this feeling, and of course there was strategy baked into that too, that I really needed to have a heavy recruiting year, right? And a big focus of mine was not only to continue to personally build my own, um, you know, my own uh, level ones, but also to pour into emerging leaders, right? The the individuals that maybe aren't making a substantial income yet, but there's something there, right? There's there's a desire to grow. There is um, there is sort of a, a work ethic, and so last year was very very much about me kind of casting my my net wide, bringing builders into my business, developing those uh, lower thresholds consultants, is what we call them in our business, and then this year, and I told Gina this on our strategy call at the beginning of the year. I said, listen. 
this is a new year and I have a total new focus and it's leadership development. I want to take the top 5% of our business, right? The, the individuals who are in the top 5% of the company. And I want to get them into the, the top half a percent, right? It's all about leadership development. And yes, there's strategy. If you look at the compensation plan, it's going to grow my paycheck, grow my business, grow their paycheck, grow their business, of course. But there's also a gut instinct. Like this, this group is primed to hit the top. They, they deserve and need a little bit of like, locking of arms and focus this year. And so I've pivoted, right? It's not, yes, I'm still recruiting. Of course, that will never go away, but that is not the main priority. It's really leadership development. And so we have created incredible funnels for this group of of individuals to really foster and, and facilitate this exponential growth this year. And we are already getting such unbelievable feedback about what we're, what we've put into place. And so, um, yeah, it's all about pivoting. It's all about pivoting and it's all about listening to your gut. And hey, part of listening to your gut is also being connected to your people, right? What do they need? What are they seeing? What are they struggling with? We are constantly sending surveys to our team, asking them, where are you struggling? What do you need help with? How do you feel about this? What's your big goal? Talk to your people. It's hard to get gut instincts. It's hard to put strategy. If you are sitting in the ivory tower somewhere, totally, totally, you know, unattached to, to the team. So anyways, I love that. And Jordan, pivot. also, I love that. Like, I love what you said too, about following your gut too, because I think when you do that and then you wrap strategy into that, of course, but when you follow your gut, you're inspired too, right? Like, you know, I think back a couple of years when we were really leaning in and, and focused on onboarding new people, right? Like that was our that was what was fueling us and inspiring us and exciting us. And then when we got good at that and we were able to, you know, sort of pass that off a little bit, we shifted and now here we are and we're really focused on leadership development and pouring into them. And I don't know about you, I guess I'm speaking for you, but like, I am pumped about it and I'm so inspired and excited. And that's, what's like fueling me right now. Do you agree with that? You can see it on both of you as you just even talk about it. I mean, I have the privilege of watching you record this (laughs) podcast right now, but I mean, you're literally glowing. And I mean, isn't that the name of the game, you know, to, to be so lit up literally by what you're doing and showing up for every day. Yes. And that, that, yes, you have, I love that. I love that. I love that. You have to be aligned and excited with where you're pivoting. If you're not, you're not going to pivot well. And so that really, I mean, we're just, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking about that. That's the key right there. Are you aligned? Does it feel fun? Are you inspired by it? That is when the pivot's going to work. I love that. I love that. And that only happens if you are constantly evaluating, you are constantly checking in on how things are going. Right. And we talk a lot about that here in the social selling collective. Okay. So Courtney, I'm going to pass it over to you. I want to hear. Gosh, I mean, I think that (laughs) that example was just so good. I don't, I, but let's talk family for a second. We have talked business here and, and always do, but we are all moms. Majority of our listeners are moms or intending to be moms and shifting or pivoting that totally applies in the family landscape too. And, um, I mean, just even this week, right. We have, um, a lot going on for social selling collective and my son is teething and he is my, like, he's one year, one year old. He is 
the happiest go lucky baby ever. He's so easy that you could literally just forget that he's even there. Like he just is happy to be doing his own thing and just like plays with his sister. And, but yeah, my, my son is just like, so, so like, he's my sure bet. Right. But he's also a baby hitting a developmental milestone. Of course, during a really big week for us in business. And I am just like, okay, I've got a shift. I have to meet him where he's at, just like I would meet my audience where they're at in their business. And so for me, what this like current shift looks like is, okay, my morning work block has not been as consistent this week. That's usually where I get a ton done today. It hasn't been. That's okay. And and so that means that I am going to choose to step into some evening hours that I normally wouldn't be. And it's it's leading from a place of I'm making this decision because that is a priority to me. And it lights me up the most to be the mom that's responding. And so in family leadership, you know, I'm following the developmental milestone and meeting my son. And, and, and at the end of the day, I feel good about that, but I have to be willing to be flexible on the other parts that can hold the flexibility and the business stuff can hold the flexibility. I can just do a little bit more at night. There was nothing time sensitive and, it, and it's good. So I just share that to say, you know, to have a family centered business, it requires you saying, you know, I'm choosing that this part is more important and I'm going to decide to be okay with that shift. And if I need a vote of confidence, which I know in business stuff, I'm always about the vote of confidence. I love Jordan, what you said about the surveys and, and Gina saying, like, check in with your people and, and see how can you actually develop your leaders in the way they want to, right? When you're getting that vote of confidence from your listeners, from your family, um, then it makes it so much easier to feel really good and aligned if you're feeling like you're second guessing yourself, right? That's so good. Yes. And I'm, I, as you're speaking, I am thinking of so many areas in my personal family life that I too have had to shift. We're actually about to come up on a big milestone. Chase is five. He's ready to start taking part in, you know, organized sports and <gasps> kindergarten. Oh my gosh. It's all the big, it feels like big things, right? He just lost a tooth. He lost oh a tooth. Gosh. I mean, I feel like a big kid mom now, but, um, I'm really, Scott and I just had a conversation the other night and, and talking about how our life's about to shift, right? When we start getting into organized sports that take up time on the weekends or take up time, you know, in our week that we would normally maybe be working or it's just, it's a big shift. And so we're not quite there yet, but we're sort of talking about it now, anticipating that there is going to be a shift here in the near future. And, um, I think just also starting to have that conversation to think through how to, how do we best shift when that time comes. And so, you know, in conclusion, I think that pivoting is so great. It's wise and it's smart, right? And we're constantly growing and things are constantly changing. Um, and if you're in that constant state of evaluation, whether that's in business or in your personal life, and you realize that maybe a recent pivot didn't work or didn't go as it planned, or maybe it's just time, right? It's just time to shift again. Guess what? you shift again. There is no harm in that. And I feel like as the CEO, as the, the mom CEO, you write the story, you write the story of your business. You have a hand in writing the story in your, your personal life and in your family. So if it's not going the way you want it to, or if it's time to shift, buckle up, my friend, it is time to shift again. All right, social sellers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we will catch you next time. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. 
Join us inside our free community for moms and direct sales at socialsellingcollective.com slash community. They say motherhood and direct selling takes a village, right? If you loved what you heard today, please consider sharing this with your downline teammates so they can grow alongside us too. And most importantly, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to be here. We'll see you next time.